Better than a cold beer. Better than world peace. Better than a great... Okay, maybe not better than that last one, but better than everything else. Are you ready for this? Go! And your face entertainment with no apologies. RX Radio. Groove Cafe. It is the Groove Cafe on RX Radio, and I am Crystal, always excited to chat with my guests, to hear their stories. And today I'm joined by not one, but two gentlemen, and we are going to talk about food. So life cannot get any better because you know how I love food. Now, I have the founders of The Rolex Guy and The Burger Ninja joining me today. I have Andrew Oyire and Jonathan Emmanuel Okello. Between the two of them, they have quite a few interesting stories. Emma, your background is project management and you've been in the entrepreneurial space for about, what, seven years now? Yes, seven years. And you are currently running four projects. That's right. (laughs) Welcome, my dear. That's right. And Andrew, you uh, you used to be an online content supervisor with Zidi Uganda, yes? Yes. And are you currently with Eleglance? No, uh, I'm currently... Just a businessman, the Rolex guy. So you ran away from finance and those things? Yes. Okay. And you co-founded the Rolex guy. Uh, Your new baby under the Rolex guy is the Burger Ninja, I believe. Yes. And the other things I need to ask you. Welcome, Andrew. Thank you very much, Crystal. Mm -hmm. Nice to have you both. Pleasure is mine. So you know the first question I have to ask Mm -hmm. is, how did you two meet? Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Andrew, you can answer that. Okay. Uh, I have to dive down memory lane. That's mm-hmm. uh, of, I don't know, seven, ten years ago. Okay. Like, I would say we're family friends, really. Okay. That's all how it started. So, uh, you kind of grew up together? Uh, you could say from high school, I think. Okay, that's from where, high school. Yeah, mm-hmm. so that's where we actually got to know each other. But Emma's brother is actually a close friend of mine. So, mm-hmm. I got to know Emma through him. Ah. Then we also worked together kind of mm-hmm. uh back in the day when he was doing his um yeah my internship his internship yeah. well for me i was uh just getting my first radio at um as a data entrant okay yeah. okay so you kind of work together as well right now we do okay and um, i believe andrew you live in entebbe yes and emma you live here in yes kampala. I, I recently moved to kampala okay 2020 how uh, is that going <laughs> Um, it's a little bit faster than Entebbe. Um, <laughs> the life in here is you just can't sit down and watch life, you know, like the way you would in Entebbe. Mm-hmm. You could take a chill in Entebbe. You can't take chill pills in Kampala. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you very much. That's why we come to Entebbe to have a moment. Exactly. No, I, I always say on this show, whenever I interview someone who grew up in Entebbe or lives there, I'm like, you're so lucky because it is such a beautiful spot. And like you said, you can actually... Have a moment to breathe. And I think there's something about water that is so, I don't know, so powerful. Just Uh, being by water. It has like a soothing kind of effect. Now I want to move to Entebbe. (laughs) Just just being by the lake, the breeze, Mm -hmm. all that is just amazing. For me, that's uh, close to paradise compared to Kampala. Making us feel so good. Eh? Well, Andrew, I see visit. you. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, it's lovely to have both of you. I want to go back into your journey. I mean, you both, well, at least Andrew, you've talked about working as a data entrant at some point. Yes. Uh, Emma, were you working before you decided to jump into um, um, business? Yeah. Um, about 
eight years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, eight years ago. Um, I was very lucky to get a job immediately after university mm-hmm. as a project officer mm-hmm. and did a lot of field work before I moved to an associate field manager and then field manager mm-hmm. in the space of less than two years. And it was really exciting until the contract ended. Mm-hmm. Um, I was lucky to have um, started a restaurant in Soroti mm-hmm. back then. Okay. That's in the far east. All um, right. When was this? That was uh, between 2014 and 2015. Mm-hmm. And so when my contract ended in 2015, I was able to switch to the, um, the restaurant. And, mm-hmm. and as I ran the restaurant... Um, it was quite different mm-hmm. from the work environment. You know, the salaries always came in, and the work environment. And now you're in a <laughs> restaurant. That's a little bit, yeah, self-employed. It was Ooh, a hard one. Yeah. Um, it collapsed in two seventeen, mm-hmm. and now that's when I moved over to Entebbe towards twenty eighteen. Okay. Um, and now that's when I kind of build the relationship more with Andrew okay. because we stayed together around that time and, uh, and now you see I'm yeah. getting the juice now I'm getting yeah. it yeah. okay so, um, and in 2018 towards the end of it is when the Rolex guy was born okay and what about you uh, were you already uh, you know dip your toe in business while you're working um, let's say as Ugandans you have to have like a side gig yeah um, almost every Ugandan must have a side gig you know this mm-hmm. for me I, I usually call myself the accidental entrepreneur accidental yes okay i didn't like that wasn't the plan actually mm-hmm. uh, there was a phase in my life where i was just comfortable seated on a desk and just walking mm-hmm. yeah but being exposed to like interacting with other creative minds that's where they literally picked my interest mm-hmm. and uh, yeah so after Sorority experience with them and stuff. Mm-hmm. I moved to Entebbe. Like that's when I was a systems administrator. I worked there for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, Emma would come, drop by, um, share a few ideas uh, about tour companies, literally about what we could do in Entebbe. So okay. he came and he's like, Andrew, there's so much we could be doing here. What could we be doing here? I was like, okay, let's move around. So literally we, we moved around on foot, sweating, just thinking and looking at places and saying, okay, what can we do around here? Wow. So is that when you started the bike experience? Yeah, around that time, that's when I started the bike experience. The bike experience actually was interesting. Um, I was uh, at a fellowship, like friends meeting and just talking about their passions and things like that. And there was mm-hmm. another friend who was talking about starting bike tours. Okay. For me, I was just seated there. And during that time, I was thinking of buying a bicycle. Okay. Because I needed more exercise and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So when it's talked about uh, starting bike tours, you know, I'm just waiting for financing then I started this I'm like you know what actually next week I'm going to get a bicycle mm-hmm. after like his speech after like the whole thing I went up to him I'm like you know what next week I'm going to get a bicycle why don't we go get a bicycle and we begin this thing so that's how it started that's how it started and this yeah. was for people to hire the bikes yes. in Entebbe town yes okay uh, we do mostly bike tours for tourists and locals around even community rides sometimes even charity rides mm. yeah. okay so it's still running it's still running Um. yeah uh, on IG, we are quite active on IG, yeah. I'm sure I've seen you. Okay. I'm sure. <laughs> Emma, now I have to ask, can you ride a bicycle? Uh, that's quite obvious for me. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, as a so part of that experience, mm-hmm. um, about that time, Andrew and Marvin, mm-hmm. right, started Bike X. I was 
in Entebbe, mm-hmm. um, unemployed and very idle. So I was I'm trying to figure uh, out the next trying step. Trying to figure out the next step. Um, and we used to hang out together and, and try out the, um, the whole experience, the ideas. She had a couple of ideas. Um, so yeah, I've been riding a bicycle since I was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. So Emma, I believe there's something to do with interior decor, is it? In uh, Kampala interiors? Yep, um, call that a lockdown baby. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> is um, that the two of you or now this is yours? No, this Emma. is this is me as, as an individual. Um, okay. When we started the Rolex guy, the wall concept of the interiors and um, how the wall place looked was more on my side. Okay. And at the end of it, I was... I was so glad to hear the feedback from the customers. They liked the space and how it looked mm-hmm. like. Um, and then I did that for a few other friends who were starting similar projects. And so in the middle of you know the lockdown, I know so many people had many ideas coming to their heads around the time. Mm-hmm. And I was, um, I was just one day on my bed and this idea came about the interior design. And that's when I, you know... Mm-hmm thought I could actually start an interior design company and furniture. Mm-hmm. And after the first lockdown, I started work on it. Okay. Two years now. So one of the things I'm hearing is you kind of think about something and then you do it. And I think the, the biggest uh, hurdle for most people is they think they put it off. They mm-hmm. think, they think, and then exactly. sometimes it just pew, goes away. Exactly. Uh-huh. Your approach to business and your decision to start the Rolex guy which I think, you know, you know, Rolex to us as Ugandans. This is a very special thing. It is. And for the longest time, no one tampered with the recipe. Exactly. And then you have like 18 different, you know, different kinds. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. So, how did this idea come to you? Who came up with it first? Were you <laughs> munching on a Rolex at the time? <laughs> it's quite interesting. I can't really put my finger to the exact Eureka moment when... The idea, you know, came to me, mm. but I can tell of one or two experiences I had while in Jinja. Mm-hmm. I was able to experience an alternative to the ordinary street Rolex. Mm-hmm. And when I experienced that and went back to Entebbe and we found this space, um, that's when the idea of, of a variety of Rolexes hit me. Mm-hmm. Um, we started with 12 types. Okay. And um, how was it in the beginning? <laughs> the funniest thing about that is before, um, I think five days to the actual opening of the place, we hadn't really figured it out yeah. what was going to be in, in the Rolexes. Um, <laughs> and it was just because we wanted to get started and we knew everything would happen after we started. Mm-hmm. So um, three days, the weekend to the opening is when we sat down and started to write these receipts and share the ideas Mm. and when we opened we now began to test them (laughs) (laughs) Andrew had a very interesting expression on his face when I asked how was it when you you know you introduce all these different kinds Uh, it was really interesting because uh, Mm -hmm. one time uh, I think Emma traveled to Ginger then he sent me a message like Andrew I'm thinking of this and this and this I'm like you know what great idea come over and we talk about it okay I dropped by uh, started literally panel beating we're like okay there's this possible space let's utilize it mm. now the other biggest question I think most entrepreneurs face is um, where is the financing going to come in mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. so we had to run around all the place uh, for me 
work advances, loans all over the place <laughs> just to get it started. And by then, actually, we didn't even have a chef. The space was ready. Okay, not fully ready, but mostly mm-hmm. ready. Yeah, I think in a week two or something like that, I was like, okay, you know what? Well, now we need really Rolexes. We need receipts in this thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we so started, you did everything else, then you're like, hey, exactly. the, yeah, food, exactly, the food part. Exactly. Okay. We knew the end goal, but the small steps towards it, yeah. some of them we skipped. Then at the last minute, we're like, you know what? Let's now get the yeah. real thing now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, mostly we're looking at like familiar names, uh, concepts, others catch enough. Uh, mm-hmm. Ideas like the the safari for Rolex. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, Karimi, the sausage affair, things like that. Yeah. The beast. Mm-hmm. All those. Yeah. Those are different kinds of Rolexes we have. You seem to have a really a handle on really catchy names, I have to say. Because even the Rolex guy, I mean, that's a big part of business, right? Exactly. You need something that is catchy, that explains itself clearly, and you know that you remember. So uh, when I think about the Burger Ninja, I'm like, mm-hmm. That has the two of you written all over it. <laughs> all over it. Exactly. But before we get to that, yeah. so you start with these 12 different recipes, right? Yes. yes. How was the reception? Were people very willing to experiment? I think I would say uh, at the beginning, since it was a new concept, Mm. it wasn't as... um, I think people didn't uh, receive it as much as we expected it during the initial opening. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Because we had friends drop by. I mean, we didn't have clients. We just invite friends over. We're like, you know what? Come over. Let's have a drink. Mm-hmm. just at the spot mm-hmm. like, now they would enter you know outside there when you talk about the space we had mm-hmm. the catchy space everyone thought probably it's a normal stand uh, at the side of the uh-huh. road so when they enter they would like pause at the door they're like wait I thought is this the Rolex guy? <laughs> and like yeah guy like then everyone would be like you know what damn mm-hmm. this is this is really something else and from there I think uh, from uh, the conversions like the our client retention has really been high. I think that's one of our major advantages. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like everyone who has experienced it always comes back. Okay. Some of them, of course, they would give you the feedback, which we always welcome. Mm-hmm. And we always tell everyone, you know what, give it to us while you're still here. Well, it's still hot. Uh-huh. Yeah, but we fix it before <laughs> it goes out Before there. you go and you never come back again. Yeah, before you know it is online and negative feedback is online or something like that no so you mentioned re- customer retention is so yeah. important because yeah. that's where a lot of people go wrong you want someone to come in and keep coming back that's right and then you talked about the space and Emma I'm guessing you know that's where you really thought about the branding and yeah. what you wanted people to experience yeah. you wanted them to have something completely different that they, they exactly. haven't had anywhere else exactly mm-hmm. um Maybe what I should say first before we switch to that is um, I, I just have a memory of, of a fruit Rolex we once made. Um, wait, what? Yes. I'm yes. sorry, wait. <laughs> we had a fruit Rolex. Fruit um, we is, had. Were we using a pancake or? No. 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 Yeah, that crazy ideas. This guy like a chapati. Had. Yeah, chapati. I never thought of waffles. Uh, I mean, chapati eggs. <laughs> Um, yeah, chapati eggs. My um, mind is trying to deal with yeah. that. Okay, chapati eggs and um, what? Bananas, mangoes, um, a little bit of watermelon, all wrapped in your chapati and egg. And we had some people buy it. Um, I do remember the one with Nakati. It was mm-hmm. called Bond Vegetarian for people who were extremely vegetarian. Mm-hmm. And we went through so many phases of trying out things, um, <laughs> you know. 
I can remember of up to six different types of Rolexes we had to scrap off mm-hmm. uh, because of the response we got from clients. Um, yeah, it's it's been really experimental. But what I, was the biggest disaster? Biggest disaster? I think the Nutella. <laughs> <laughs> no, Rolex, no, I don't okay. know. I would say think. there was somebody actually who liked the Nutella really much. Yeah, it was always like one. It was like one or two, so we couldn't really depend on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Not very many people around that yeah, time mm-hmm. uh, had much experience, you know, uh, testing the Nutella in the Rolex and things like that. Mm-hmm. Everyone would be like, mm. okay, the friend would just look at it and be like, okay. Mm. <laughs> but other straightforward guys would be like, hell no. <laughs> no, I'm not trying that. Yeah. Not this one. Especially, I, I think the fruit Rolex was our biggest disaster because yeah. um, uh, it was. I, <laughs> you know, I like food a lot, but I'm trying to think of an egg wrapped around I mean, we, fruit. We, we eat pineapple yeah. in pizza. Why not? Well, you see, it's only pineapple. <laughs> Nothing else has made it that uh, far. Actually, for the fruit one, we had tried out uh, pineapple. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, pineapple was among them. Um, also because mango. of Hawaiian pizza, you yeah. thought, okay. Yeah, we, we played around with the idea and different fruits and stuff like that. But no, it didn't settle. Didn't okay. settle well, with kudos people. to you for being really experimental and yeah. taking some people on the yeah. journey with you. Yeah. Yeah. And just about the space, um, mm-hmm. it was just the same concept. We, we took a lot of palette mm-hmm. um, furniture and, and recycled. Um, we did um, quite some artwork on the wall and it was a raw kind of feeling mm-hmm. you know art um palette recycled material in a very simple place you know mm-hmm. and, and that's how we kicked off okay yeah, um, like we also tried to stick to the african theme to it mm-hmm. um, like the painting and stuff like that all those were like consistent with the theme we're trying to like portray by mm-hmm. the time somebody enters here let them see okay Ugandan. yeah yeah Okay, brilliant. Yeah. So, um, okay, so when did you start the Rolex guy? Official. When this first branch, yes, Offic- officially. Official opening was first uh, December 2018. Yeah. yeah. 2018. We yeah. were making, I think, four years this December. Yeah, yeah. almost yeah. four years down the road. Years, yeah. Okay, and then did you expand? Uh, yes, we did. I think uh, in December. 2019, we opened up a, a branch by then in uh, Kabalagala. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think a few months later, the COVID thing hit. Ah. And it hit really bad. Yeah, it hit hard. Yeah. That must have been because foot traffic, of course, people eating out, moving, that was the basis mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. your business. Mm-hmm. And for many people, COVID was like, ha, okay, back to the drawing board. Were you able to jump on the, you know, the train other people jumped on, which was deliveries? Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually, deliveries came in really handy by then. I think uh, Safe Border, uh, was it Glover by then? No, it was, um, it was mainly Safe Border. Mostly Safe Safe Border. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we really had, uh, it was a great experience because by then, you know, that was the only avenue mostly. Mm-hmm. It was like cars. You know, all those kind of deliveries were almost impossible. Mm-hmm. So, and yeah. even just the traffic coming into the country. Exactly. That was oh, cut off for was, how long? Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. it was, uh, for example, in Entebbe. Uh, well, one of like the attractions now in Entebbe, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, most people who want like uh, Ugandan experience with the Rolex, they usually come there. Uh, so two operators also bring all that. And when we had started Kabalagala, the idea was to... Uh, leverage your location uh, mm-hmm. the students yes that malls mm-hmm. all those around that space and mm-hmm. during the lockdown 
those were the major things that were cut off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, but you made it through. Thankfully, when we reopened, you were able to get back to business fully. Yes, in Entebbe, in Kavalagala. Uh, so, you let the, that branch go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, all right. Okay. So, the Burger Ninja. <laughs> Why, why the burger ninja? Uh, the burger ninja. Um, <laughs> imagining someone, hi, 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 as they're putting a burger <laughs> together. Like what? <laughs> I, I think that would be the <laughs> ultimate. Um, it's still in development. Mm-hmm. Um, if you had a look at the, the menu, we've got uh, burgers such as the sightless assassin, mm-hmm. um, the, um, um, the Uganda ninja. We've got a lot of ninja jargon in there because Mm -hmm. the burger ninja is more of um, a person whose special mission is to deliver you the best burgers and sandwiches Mm -hmm. and just like the the ninja culture Mm -hmm. where if you were sent on mission and you didn't deliver you know you'd have to kill yourself because there's no way you can return there's no way you can return without you really gone deep into this Exactly. Is cracking up right exactly. now. <laughs> so we put together a bunch of burger receipts. We have mm-hmm. I think like 10, like 10 yeah. burger receipts that mm-hmm. are unique to us and sandwich receipts too. And that's the whole concept we're trying to develop. We mm-hmm. want to give a different experience or so with the burger and the sandwich and kind of translate it or transform it to like the Ugandan setting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're trying to give a Ugandan spin to nearly everything you do, I yes. guess. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So now for someone who's listening in right now and they're like, okay, the Rolex guy and everything, I want to try their food. Can I order online? I mean, how would they go about that? Uh, in Entebbe, we're actually on Jumia and uh, we're also on uh, Glovo. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, so just go to Glovo and just type out the Rolex guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Um, for entering the location, we are close to getting there. Mm-hmm. We are still having some few discussions on contract, on the kind of contract we can have with a partner. Okay. Um, for our Abaita on Kumba location, was mm-hmm. on Glovo. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, um, Google Maps, all those you know platforms where you can mm-hmm. DM us. Um, we've got very active WhatsApp numbers. When you check us on IG, you'll get mm-hmm. the contact. And once you text, so we can get, get in touch with you directly as absolutely. well. Absolutely. Absolutely. So what has been a a big learning. I'm going to ask both of you, or either of you, should I say, starting with you, Emma, um, being in business for about, you said, seven years now. Yes. What's yes. your biggest takeaway for being able to stay the course and continue to innovate? Um, there's a process. There's mm-hmm. a process to everything. Um, when I had people say Rome wasn't built in a day, um, it sounded like something, you know, easy. <laughs> But um, sometimes it could take you three or four years before you actually um, get to knock off a milestone. Mm-hmm. And you have to be patient. There's a process to everything. You do not open today and you are big the next day. Even when you invested loads of money, mm-hmm. um, there's a process to everything. You have to be patient with that process. You have to be patient with growth. Mm-hmm. Growth doesn't happen in a day. Okay. Andrew, mm-hmm. you said you were comfortable sitting at a desk. <laughs> that was before. That was before. Now? What has changed now? I know now you actually 
I think sometimes the people who go through the process of learning how to swim go from uh, the shallow end. Mm-hmm. And those who jump into the deep end. Mm-hmm. And when you need help, just scream out aloud. Somebody will be probably there to pull you out. <laughs> For me, uh, I think it's consistency mm-hmm. um, and uh, the right company, uh, partnerships, yeah. the right mindset. Mm-hmm. Uh without consistency there are moments where literally you're looking at balancing your books and stuff like that mm-hmm. everything is in negative yes actually if an extra negative would be added probably you too would be added mm-hmm. but those are mostly you may find those are actually the defining moments then so mm-hmm. if you give up then the dream is gone and um just like the right partnerships uh having the right I think that's right, important to have yeah. someone who's on the same page and has yeah. the same vision right exactly mm-hmm. uh, that's so important uh the people who can like run you know we have that saying whereby you know in case you longer distance you mm-hmm. you know need a you know company in case you need fast then you mm-hmm. go to yeah, well, like a relay yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. and then that i believe in that so much uh because most of um, the businesses i've also engaged in i usually i look at the partnership and the people in there mm-hmm. yeah Um I believe there are moments usually in business where you don't have the energy irrespective of who you are. There are okay. moments you need a hand to just, you know, keep telling you, you know what, you'll make it. Mm-hmm. So if you have that positivity around you, you'll really go the distance. Okay. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay, well guys, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for sharing a bit more of your journey. Um you said you're still really finalizing the recipes for the Burger Ninja. Mm. But we can expect to be able to order soon. Yeah, yeah. soon. But what you can get right now? Mhm. With a probably limitless menu. Mm-hmm. I would say the biggest menu in Uganda, the biggest yeah. menu in yeah. Africa, and the biggest menu in the world. for the Rolex. Oh wow. Okay. All right. Claim it. Why don't you? Because you have 18 <laughs> different kinds. That's and and more. Okay. We, we so changed. as we wrap up, yeah. uh your favorite Rolex? Uh-huh. <sighs> Emma go. What's your favorite? Um it's a very hard one. Um I will go for it's just special. Oh god. You've got up to, you know, 12 different things wrapped in that Rolex. Okay. It's a massive one. The chef special. The chef special. Okay. Uh-huh. Andrew, that's, you're still thinking. That's, that's such a hard one. But <laughs> I do not know. I'll just mention my best uh three. Mhm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, the beast. The beast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um the veggie. The veggie. Yeah. And uh the latest favorite uh, I call it the safari. Mm-hmm. safari that's uh, avocado mayonnaise mm-hmm. and kachumbali mixed in there okay yeah that's really something <sighs> now you've got me hungry really really guys oh, Christ, <laughs> still got a show ahead of me Christ, i think there should be a border delivering something soon so really yeah you see you see it's good to talk <laughs> you know if you don't speak you will not be fed <laughs> <laughs> well, Andrew yeah. and Emma, thank you so much for joining me and sharing your journey in terms of even just going back how your friendship has led to this partnership and I can yeah. tell there's a lot of mutual respect yeah. and you both bring lots to the table. Thank you yeah. for reminding Pleasure. people to hang in there even when things get tough. Yeah. Right? Pleasure. Yeah. Pleasure. Pleasure having you on the show. Thank you very much. Thank Christa. you. And Pleasure all the best. I'm looking forward to trying especially the the ninja burgers <laughs> coming out <laughs> all the different kinds. Those those <laughs> yeah. Can't wait. All right then. Thank you. Thank you. Groove Cafe.